Hi guys, welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. You ask me a question, I answer it, okay? It's that simple. You can send me a video request. Remember, I encourage you guys to send me a video because guess what? This is the channel to boost your social confidence. That's the first thing you can do is have the courage right now if you've got a question that you feel that has been kind of niggling you um, in relation in relating to getting better in your social life, in your dating life. You know, how can you capitalize on this opportunity right now? This is what I'm saying. It's an opportunity to connect with a lot of people that you probably never would have been able to connect with before, right? If you're interested as to why that might be, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that and my theory behind it. What I wanted to initially just kind of kick today's uh, episode off about is pretty much what I just posted on my Instagram timeline. If you've just seen what I posted there, um, was basically saying that you can't, you know, you, you struggle to love one when you continually seek the attention from others, okay? Now, if you've gone through life, different stages of your life, and you've maybe experienced that sort of playboy lifestyle, right? Maybe you've been the player, right, in, in, your, in your lifetime. Maybe you experienced that already. Now, what you may find it hard to do and hard to achieve is actually trying to condition yourself back to be very singular, your attention being very singular um, towards the one that you've chosen to be in a partnership with, right? Now, I'm expressing this, I'm sharing this because this is something that I've had to work on um, in my own growth, you know, going through this. Obviously, you know, I, I, I put a hell of a lot of effort and time into becoming better and, be and becoming a better, a better communicator. And, um, you know, that landed me some, you know, some amazing opportunities um, with women. And when I actually found someone I liked, you know, I had to then actually condition myself to and free myself away from that go-getting player mentality. Okay. Now, it's important that those around you Right. When you find someone you like, it's important that those around you, the infrastructure around you, knows that you are now moving your mind into that new direction, right? Because this is your circle of influence. Okay. Now, so that what you might want to do, you might want to consciously say to yourself, right, no, that's it now. Right, that's that's it now. This this is the one. This is the one I'm interested in, and this is where my attention is. Okay. What that will do is then just, you know, it sounds like a daft thing to do, but I think for me, that has just been always been a conscious exercise to stop myself from, you know, looking there, looking there, you know, texting here, texting there, pursuing this, pursuing that. When you're single, be that, be that guy, right? You know, build up that pipeline, build up that confidence, go and explore, build up the experience, because the experience you have in the early days, right, makes you the better person in the later days, right? You need the experience. When it comes to dating, right, it's all a bit of a taboo. Everyone's like, well, you either, got to, you either know it or you don't. Well, it's not really that sort of thing. You've got to go out there and get the experience. So don't let anyone tell you any different, okay? Go out there, experience different things, you know, find out what you like, find, find out what you don't like. But when you've when you found someone that you've got some chemistry with, start conditioning yourself that, no, that's it now. Right, I'm, this is the one. This is the one, and, and let your inner circle know that as well. Okay. Um, now, I just wanted to obviously kick the, the, the episode off with that kind of thought. That's the thought, I, just a thought I had earlier, hence why I posted it today. Um, because, you know, it, it's just something I don't really talk about. I talk about getting you guys better at meeting new people, but I don't talk too much about when you've actually got the person you want. We do talk together about relationship tips and advice and how to keep it going, but what I think we've skipped is just that mentality of reconditioning to be more singular when you've got that person, you know, conditioning yourself for the more monogamous relationship model as opposed to an open relationship model, you know, which they might not even know that they've signed up to, but in your head, you're still playing that open relationship model, right? If you've got a mutually agreed open relationship, that's a completely different story. 
but you know it's not fair if only you've signed up to that idea okay so who else we got in um okay mula says i'm scared of rejection and i don't ask okay here's the deal right and i've said this on on my broadcast many of times okay Rejection can only exist if you don't know what you want. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Rejection can only exist if you don't know what you want. Why? Because you end up in the position of then going over to someone, right, and hoping that you'll be accepted into their world, right? It's like a job interview. If you go to to get interviewed for a job and you haven't got, you know, you don't really know your worth and you know your value, then you're just hoping for the best that they'll accept you. And that's a really weak position to come from. So what it really needs to be about is it's like a discovery phase that you both both individuals are going through to see if your values are in a line with each other. Do you see? It's not to see if you accept, you accept each other in each other's world. It's to see if your values are in a line. Okay? So let's let's start backwards. Let's start with what am I looking for, right, within someone? right? What are the key character traits that I'm looking for within someone, right? And that's what the conversation then becomes about. You know, that's the behavior moving forward. You're seeing if that person possesses those qualities. Therefore, you're not on the back foot and hoping that someone's just going to accept you into their world. Okay? Right. Thanks for the question, buddy. Philip Johnston says, why is it that when I seek, I don't find, and when I don't care... Um, that's a very good question. I do like that question. Um, it's, I'm trying to get the right answer for you here because I can, I can instantly relate to that. Like a trick that I play on myself, like when I come out of a relationship is I tell myself, and this is like contrary to what I just told you, um, just now, but like I say to myself, right, I'm going to be single for for three years, I'm just going to do me, right? Now, the last time I did that, <laughs> I came out of a relationship and I met my next girlfriend four hours later, right? It was ridiculous. I separated with um, the, the, the individual I was with at the time over the phone. You know, we were both overseas. You know, we decided that, you know, we were moving apart from each other. And I said, right, well, that's it now. I'm going to do me for like, for like three years, right? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get past four hours, right? Um, and I think that's because when you condition yourself into that mindset, you're a bit more relaxed. You know, you're not kind of creating urgency to kind of replace what you've lost. And when you, do, when you come across in a way that you're creating urgency to replace what you've lost, guess what? That's not attractive, right? You can smell neediness, neediness a mile off. And let me tell you something, it's one hell of a smell. Okay, so the trick I played on myself was, you know, I told myself I was going to be single for so many years and it just created a stillness in my mind so I could show up as that confident being that I am, right? Not this alternative, unattractive version, damaged version of myself, okay? So try that little trick, um, Philip. I think it's a great question. I hope that I've given you uh, a good answer for you there and something to kind of go away with. Hi, Gustavo. Good to have you on. You haven't um, jumped on for a while, and it was good to receive a message from you um, the other day. Uh, Tony, God, we got, the dudes from LA have jumped on tonight. Great. Um, SKL says, after a long time in the game, I'm having difficulty to attract the girls as I was, as I used to. They seem all the same. Okay. Right. <sighs> I need a bit more context, buddy. I need a bit more context. The first thing I'm going to ask you is where are you spending your time? Right? If you're going offline, right, um, it's a bit of a challenging time right now. We're not really doing much of that. But if you're if you're going off if you're going offline, what environments are you frequenting? You know, I always tell the guys that tune into this every week, you've got to reverse engineer it. You've got to kind of think of the demographic of the women that you're attracted to, right? And then you've got to work out where are they likely to position themselves, where are they likely to be, where are they going to pick up their coffee, right? What grocery store are they going to go to? What sort of gym do they go to, right? You've got to think holistically with this, right? You can't just 
complain that you're you're not meeting the right women because you've been going to the same place week in week out well of course not right you've got to be a bit more creative of how you position yourself right um now if it's more language based right you're having problems there well i'm gonna have to see what you're sending right if it's online i'm gonna have to see what you're sending um i'm gonna have to look at your conversation that's something i'm gonna have to workshop with you okay but a, a general rule a simple rule that we can all walk away with today is look to break the expected pattern okay if you if you look at what's going on you look at the conversation perhaps that they are they would have likely to experience in that evening or on that dating platform that you're using you know what is the mo what is the likely pattern that they would have experienced right have that in mind and think a bit out of the box and try to be a bit, bit more creative with your approach okay and because we're all looking for that uniqueness right that's what we're looking for within someone and that's how you can communicate it okay hi tony are you good how you doing buddy uh let's see if we have any questions prior to that um but philip i love that question um hi sorokin here we have the rejection hi becky um hi godfrey what else we got Izzy says, who should take the first step? I don't really think it matters in, in today's society, you know? I mean, obviously, there's sort of some unwritten social kind of rules that we kind of abide to. But you know what? Um, rules are there to be broken, you know? Um, I've, had women, I've had women approach me, you know? And, um, you know, and it's gone the distance. You know, it has gone the distance, which has been, um, it, you know, it, for me, if I was if I was asked, if I was asked, you know, how would you respond if a woman approached you? I'd probably, you know, I'd probably say, well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like it. But, you know, contrary to that thought, I've actually, you know, I've gone the distance of someone that did approach me. Right. So at the end of the day, we just need to get the conversation started. We just need to create a bridge. Whether if you've seen someone out there on the street, you're talking to someone online, we just need to get the dialogue started. So I don't really think it matters. Obviously, if you speak to women, like women find it more attractive if the man makes the first move. Right. You've got to factor in as well. In today's society, men are becoming more and more confused as to what, what is acceptable or not, you know. And that's part of my job. My my job is obviously to help people kind of and guide them as to you know what is the right approach. Um, but I don't think like a woman making the first move should be frowned upon in today's society. I can actually think it's quite exciting. Yeah. Hi, Luigi. Thanks for jumping on, buddy. Hi, Matthew. Uh, Matt. Um, good stuff. Hi, the Edge. Damalo Diggins says, there is, there is this girl I'm really into now, though we have been friends for a while. Right now, I want to move to the other side. I have told her I f how I feel about her, but her response is, I don't know. Okay. Gonna, gonna have to learn a little bit more about that one. I mean, how long have you been... It's kind of, how long has this girl been involved with you? What, at what stage... Has it progressed? Um, you told her, you know, has has intimacy been introduced into this dynamic? Because um, it sounds to me, if she doesn't know, you know, she needs more time, you know, and that's okay. That is okay. Look, I always look at it like this. One of you pulls up to the station before the other. You don't pull up to that station at the same time. Because I think that's just a bit unauthentic. You know, inauthentic. It's like, one develops feelings before the other. They might take the other to, to develop feelings a bit more later, right? And that's fine. If someone says, oh, I love you, I think, I think it does, it's not very genuine if you go, I love you back. Because how can you love that person back at, at the same time? It's nice to hear those words and experience love in different ways. But I think you, it just happens for one another at, diff, at different times in the relationship. So listen, buddy, like just take your time with her. Be consistent. Remember, like, be consistent, be reliable, you know, be caring, be loving, be all of these good, good all, be all of these reasons why she should choose you in the game of love, right? And, but what most important thing I'll say is always retain the respect, 
right? Don't be soft, right? If 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 you've got some non-negotiables, right, and someone oversteps that, they cross the line, that needs to be told, right? If someone always crosses the line with you and, and disrespects you in a relationship, you're going to be like a doormat, right? They're going to lose attraction. I've said it so many times, it's in my book, you know, if you lose respect, you lose attraction, okay? You've got to be strong. You might be one of these people that perhaps shies away from confront confrontation, okay? But that you need to have those moments of uncomfortableness in the relationship to, to go to distance, right? An argument is you learning about each other, right? each other's values. But thanks for the question, Damien. Yeah, if you can give me some more information, maybe I can like, you know, be a bit more specific um, with, with my answer for you there, buddy. Matty says, hey, Johnny, uh, I find that if you have children and you are dating, it's much harder to find love again even if you want something different. Sure. It's not something I can relate to, Matt, obviously, because I'm not that, I haven't kind of opened up that chapter of my life yet where I have children. Uh, I've certainly worked with clients that have got children. I think, let's be realistic, yeah? As we move uh, late to, to, towards later on in life, you know, most people you meet, you could expect have had children, okay? So it might just be that, you know, you, you're, I mean, I don't know the demographic and the age of, of the girls that you are, you're currently talking to, um, but it might be they they're too young to kind of understand that. And that's fair enough. You know, that's fair enough. I mean, you know, you, you are asking them to take on something, you know, and you, you understand your position. Um, so I think, I, th I think it is, it is the elephant in the room you know, that needs to be spoken about. And um, I think you just need to focus on, all I can say is you just need to focus on creating really great chemistry with that individual, you know, because if the chemistry's there, right, the, yes, it is harder. I'm not blowing, you know, I'm not blowing smoke up your backside, mate. It is going to be harder. But I'm saying if you focus on, um, you know, just the chemistry between you and the other, right, then, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna take it on board because they're in love. You know, they've got genuine feelings, okay? So that's, that's, that's my answer for you there, Matty. It's, it's not something I can relate to myself, but I've certainly helped clients that have been in that position to understand, you know, how to navigate it a bit better. Um, and that's the kind of the way I'd go with it, mate. Um, obviously, I think like, yeah, just, just take your time with it and just focus on building the chemistry, okay? Remember... If you feel like you have an insecurity, because that's what it is, perhaps it's, your it's an insecurity, right? It's more of a problem for them if you showcase it as a problem for you, okay? Take it from me, right? I've gone through life with this deformity in my chest, right? I've gone through school, you know? I've been like, I always used to skip PE lessons. I didn't want to take my top off and stuff like that. We went to the same school, right? I've never had a problem with it but if I had a problem with it it becomes everyone else's problem because everyone's focused on the problem do you see I've never felt insecure when I've taken my top off in front of a woman and no woman has ever really kind of pulled me on it like it's a big deal okay so whatever your elephant in the room is you just got to be really comfortable with it and just accept that it is a part of you it's a part of the package right so I think like wherever you know, you've got children or you've got some other sort of insecurity for the other people watching or listening to this, um, that's something to really take on board there. Okay. But thanks, Matt. And yeah, thanks for, you know, sort of sharing that with me. Um, you know, that's your first question you've, you've thrown out on here. So I really appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hi, Diego. The Choice Concierge. Hello. Uh, Taste of Rudy. Hi, Lloyd. Good stuff. Uh, Jabe Coffee. Hey, I'm in London. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Red Tongue. Hi, Fair Lucy. So, guys, we haven't had a video request tonight. Come on, man. Like, send me a video. The, the tools are down here. You've got that little question box there. You can put a question in. And there's a little, like, two-face things there. Or, or it's, it will say, like, video request. If you can punch that video request button, 
then you know, we can get talking straight away. We can have a conversation. I can workshop with you on a one-to-one -one basis. Normally, I charge 500 for the hour for this sort of stuff, okay? So take advantage. I'm here right now. You know, I'm giving up a bit of my time. Hi, Labby. Good to... Uh, <laughs> it was funny. I was in the park the other day, and Labby run past me and uh, gives me... Uh, it wasn't obeying the social distancing rule, I tell you that. You, you, you slapped me. Luckily, I've already had the virus. If you're enjoying the content, head on over to my YouTube channel and hit subscribe. I love subscribers. I couldn't help get caught up in watching the, the post-press interview with Conor McGregor after he fought Cowboy, right? And something that he, he said in that in interview was really, was really great and really inspiring. He said that we all know what it is to get the work done we just need to do the work, you know, like whatever, the, whatever the discipline is, whatever that thing is, we need to focus on to get the job done. We all know what that thing is to get the job done. We just need to do the work. Right. And sometimes that mounting can just be so over overwhelming to think about like what that thing is, like that overall goal is right. And it's just, we just got to remind ourselves what's the smallest thing that we could possibly do. Right. Because it's like me right now. Like I, I'm, I'm in front of my computers here and, um, you know, I, I've got to edit some videos. I've got to make some more video content. And I just don't like doing that. <laughs> I just don't like doing that. So, so, <laughs> so, so I, so I was having that, I was having that battle with myself today. Right. You know, we're all human beings. So I'm sharing with you. And, um, I was like, okay, what's the smallest thing I can do? Well, the smallest thing I can do right now is I can just get that big screen on the table and I can just, connect that computer up. Oh, I'm a bit lazy now. What's the next thing I can do? Well, I can open up the program. I can, you know, I can start doing, and you know, I just start doing small, small things, small things. And then it's, you know, I'm, I've gotten back into a flow. So it's about creating that habit cycle. I think it's the, it's like going to the gym. The hardest thing about getting that routine back. Do you feel that you are at an advantage right now within the dating game? Or do you feel you're at a disadvantage with what's going on in the world right now? You know, we're, we are living through a pandemic right now. We're very limited to what we can do. Is this advantageous to your dating strategy? Or is it disadvantageous? Is it a disadvantage <laughs> to, your, to your dating strategy? Now, let me share with you what my thoughts are. I think it's an absolute advantage. This is a massive opportunity, right, to get speaking to people that you never normally would, okay? Why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? Because everybody's available. Everybody's available, right? And let's just think about the bigger picture. I'm not just talking about with your dating life. Maybe that's business as well, or some entrepreneur opportunities, right? If you go through your phone book, the chances are that that person or that individual is not going to be as busy as they once were, Okay. So picking up the phone to them, they're more likely to answer it. And you might be able to get a bit of conversation, a bit of rapport going, and it might be able to fold into something new, right? Something more. And it's the same thing with your dating life. Okay. I've said it on the past three broadcasts. I've said it time and time again, and I'm going to say, say it again now. If you haven't already, get active with online dating. There is an unprecedented amount of activity on, with online dating apps right now because everyone is striving for connection and connectivity, right? It's becoming difficult right now to see our friends, to see our loved ones. Can't go to a club or a bar and flirt with anyone. Where are you going to do that? The new clubs, the new hot things in town are the dating apps, right? Or the social apps. So utilize them, right? Start reaching out to people. Start building the pipeline. I'm repeating myself every single week. But why am I saying this? Because I'm telling you, the people I've been working with on, on my calls, they've been getting results, right? They're bringing new people into their life, okay? I've got um, a close friend at work and I like her, but too scared to ask her out in a romantic way in case of rejecting me. Michael, let's be more scared of you not asking her and living out that date that you want with her. I'd be more scared of that. Be more scared of not taking the risk to get the reward. That, that alone should be a big enough motivator than anything, right?
Think of the worst case scenario. Yeah? She says no. You know what? That's okay. That is okay. Right? For me, the worst case scenario is personally, well, I think the worst case scenario is you going to work knowing in your head that you really like this girl and you can't communicate it. Like that for me is the worst case scenario, right? The best case scenario is you communicate it and, you know, you guys hit it off. You go out, you know, you've got an opportunity with her and, you know, you work your magic, right? Her saying no is just not that bad, right? You not going for it is, is tragic. It's tragic. Like that's like being locked in a cage, yeah? You got to get used to taking risks and realize the only risk you were really taking was not going for it in the first place, okay? If you tuned in earlier, I shared with you guys how rejection can't exist when you know what you want. So take her off the pedestal and work out what you want and make the game, the dance, be, a, be, about, be more about to see if she has the qualities that you're looking for, right? You can't elevate someone based on their looks. I know that your the attraction is amplified because what you're dealing with here is proximity attraction. You know, it's attractive because it's so convenient, the convenience of it and, and you, the frequency that you're seeing her, okay? Um, but yeah, all right, Michael, but great question. Hope that's helped. Tony says, what are some ninja tips for online dating? Right, well, if you've been following my work for a while, Tony, I know you have, you'll know what hooks are, right? Hooks are, you know... They're bits of uh, uh, topics that you can talk about and thread more conversation from, right? And, you know, one of the exercises I, I've done with you is write down a list of different hooks, right? Movies, celebrities, sports, you know, various other ones. One of those ones might be current affairs, okay? Well, the current affair right now is a pandemic, right? So your icebreaker could be, you know, if you match on there, or it's, a, it's one where you can jump out into the... The message is your icebreaker might be something related to that. Like, how are you coping? You know, how are you coping through all this madness? You know, like, um, have, you, have, you, have you caught it yet? Right? That might be your opening line just straight away. Right? You're breaking a pattern. Remember, you're always breaking a pattern. It's not, hey, babes, how are you? <laughs> God, you know? Like, women are getting, like, hit up so many times on these apps. Right? You've just... Just be a bit more creative. Be a bit more conscious of what's going on. And it, that's all it takes to stand out, right? So there's an idea for an icebreaker, right? Use the current climate as, as the icebreaker. Little bit of rapport. Um, make sure your Instagram's always plugged in to your social media platforms, okay? Why? Because it gives you more hooks. The hooks give you more things to talk about, yeah? They build up a bigger picture and they can start working out um, the things that you guys have in common right? Again, more rapport, okay? Um, but I, ideally, you want to get it off the app itself onto a, a more native app, such as like your WhatsApp messenger or your, you know, your, your iMessenger or something like that, because then you've got the ability to video call them, right? And yes, I did say video call them, right? Because now more than ever, people really do strive for that sort of level of connection. It's really interesting to see it's going to be really interesting to see what businesses, how they've adapted in this, in this current climate, how they keep the new infrastructure, how they'll keep the new infrastructure that they've adopted through these times moving forward. Right? I'm, really, I'm really excited to see, see what's going to happen there. Yeah. So there's some tips there. You know, a topical um, icebreaker. Yeah. Plug in your Instagram. Okay. Don't be the asexual pen pal that's playing it too safe and keeping it on the platform, right? That's not the goal. The goal is, is to get them on a phone call, right? Or a video call, yeah? And go into discovery mode with them, yeah? Um, and it's really frustrating. I used to work with a client and he would never call the girls, never call them. He'd just play it safe, keep texting them. He'd be really great at being very social, going out meeting women, going out to events, doing online dating, but he'd just play it safe, just talking, 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 talking. And you know what? There might be girls that would just, they, they'll deal with that. They will talk to you, talk to you, talk to you, talk to you, because it's, it's flattering. You know, it's flattering all this attention, 
but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to meet you, right? So that's why you have to get it off this platform and, and stop like pussyfooting around with, with moving it to the next step, okay? So there you go, Tones. Thanks for the question, buddy. And let me know about the, your, your mentorship question because I know you reached out to me the other day. Um, so let me know where you're at with that. Uh, Hoddy says, how has this affected the way you work with the current pa pandemic? Uh, that's a good question. Well, you know, I was always doing virtual coaching anyway. You know, that was a side to, to how I work. And um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. You know, I've been doing that. I've got, I've got some, some guys that are actually in production right now with uh, a, a, another virtual offering of my services. So we should be promoting that in the next coming weeks. Um, so it's that, but yeah, it's, it's a bit discouraging because I, for me, I like to be out, you know, I like to be out and I like to be working hands on with the guys, you know, that's, that's where my energy comes from. I love it. I love seeing the developments uh, happen right in front of my eyes. Obviously when I'm coaching virtually and over the phone, uh, sure I can do my work, but I miss out on not seeing the developments happen right in front of me, you know? The, uh, the, the only other thing I can really say is that, you know, it is very rewarding when they, you hear from the, the, the clients, the stories as to, you know, they've took the advice, they've gone and took the action and, you know, the, the joy that they're having from it, you know, that's, that's the only other upside. Um, but yeah, sure. Look, we're all adapting. We're all adapting. I think, um, I was speaking to a friend of mine the other day and we were just discussing like, you know, it's, it's uh, a really great time for opportunity. There is a lot of opportunity right now. Yeah. You got to, you, you can't be sat there on your backside thinking, you know, that th the world owes you a living, right? It's time to be creative. It's time to be creative. And a lot of people that are going to come out of this strong are those solution-based thinkers that I've been telling you guys to be, right? You've always got to be a solution-based thinker, right? Because in the context and the realm of what we're working with, you know, we're working with social situations, right? We look at a dynamic, we think, okay, what's the problem? Okay, there's the problem. What's the solution? And that's how you win right? On the broader side of things, you know, the bigger picture, the game of life, you know, life slaps you in the face, you know, you've got to learn, you've got to learn how to roll with the punches. And that's what we're doing right now, right? And the winners are going to be ones that have learned how that solution-based thinking. Uh, I, Felix, I always say my coaching's holistic, you know, obviously I'm, I'm helping you guys with women, with men, with, you know, whatever your preference is, I'm helping you with your social life, okay? But the tools I'm sharing with you guys can be applied in all areas of your life. It's people skills, right? And mindset principles, like core mindset principles that can really elevate you to the next level in your life, okay? Yashi says, best way to develop emotion uh, connection because I have a funny personality. Well, if you're funny, that, that, you know, that, will, that, that, will be, that will create an emotive response, right? Um, I like to talk about feelings, right? I like to, there's a, there's a mechanism that I teach and it's called the challenge mechanism. Again, it sounds a bit abrasive. It sounds aggressive. It's not, you know, you just have to be a good listener and you have to get the content that someone has given you and look to dive deeper, right? That's what the challenge is. It's dive deeper with the content they've just given you, right? Listening I keep saying this guys, listening is an art. It's a skill in itself. It's just really sad and how exposing of how selfish we are when we realize we haven't listened to someone in, in conversation. We've just sat there and waited for our turn to talk about the thing we wanted to talk to. How selfish is that, right? So it's really simple, actually. If we just listen, if we just listen to what someone's saying, right, and we become curious as to why someone took that path and, or in that, that direction in life or why that something means something, so, uh, why that something means uh, something to them, then they're going to expose, they're going to reveal a little bit of their heart, right? And you reciprocate and then you go deeper and deeper. Like it's that the best way to get an emotional connection with someone is to go deep on feelings, right? That might mean that you need to be vulnerable yourself first, right? And expose like something that happened to you. You know, maybe it was something really intimate. Um, maybe it's something that was really private. But if you share that something that's intimate and private, guess what? So the, the other feels more safe and more comfortable to share something on that level. So that's a nice little uh, great way to create deeper a deeper level of rapport with someone. Be more revealing. Be more vulnerable, okay? And I know that's quite a hard thing to do, especially the guys that, you know, 
have been like practicing like stoicism and you, you know just trying to be a bit more tougher and you know making sure sure they they've got the right balance of showing emotion and and hiding emotion but really if you want to go deeper and create real raw chemistry with someone you've got to be vulnerable right you've got, but you've got to pick your moments okay for me I'm quite an open dude you know like I I prefer that level of conversation with someone rather than its surface right so if I feel someone's led a life where they've really had to protect their emotions you know, I'm going to really work to kind of take that mask off, you know, and if I, if someone's being really resistant and hesitant, like after maybe weeks and months of not be like showing me their deeper side, I, I'm not going to mess with it. I can't be, I can't be dealing with that. I don't want to waste my time because what, what, what you're really doing, what you're actually doing, I was talking to another friend earlier about this is you're chasing the hope of someone being emotionally available but for whatever reason, they've done so much work on themselves to not be emotionally available, right? That the actually the allure, the attraction is that you keep on pursuing the same person with the hope that that crack will get a bit bigger. But you know what? It just never really does. So be careful there, right? If, if, you, if you feel that someone is not emotionally available and never really will show you that side, then it's going to be toxic. It's going to be toxic for you and you're going to get manipulated in the whole process. How has the current pandemic affected your work? Looks like it's affected the way I construct sentences. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I had the virus, you know, so it knocked me out for a few weeks, you know, so effectively directly, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's that. and I've just found out today my mother's got the virus. So I'm just keeping a, 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 an eye on her and checking in with her every every day. Um, so, you know, fing fingers crossed everything can be all right there. Um, but look, it's affected everyone. You know, we, we've just really got to adapt, you know, it's, and that's, that's the difference between a, a winner and a loser, right? There's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of losers um, when we come out of this, right? But, it's, but at the same time, there's going to be some big winners, right? There is. Labina says, let's say you're about to walk up to a girl and have a last minute doubt. Have you got a last minute mantra or phrase that you use to give you that kick in the ass you need? Love this question. Love this question because I feel we all need that phrase, right? I was working with a client uh, recently before the pandemic and it was our first session together and he's he came to me, he said he wanted to get more consistent with his approaching and the sort of results and outcomes that he had, had proven to himself that he could have, right? Like, okay, cool. So what I did, I sat down with him and I go, tell me about like the last sort of, three successful approaches that you made, right? And he'd done a beautiful job of painting the image of where he was and what the event was and, you know, how he approached the, 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 the non-verbal body language, you know, the verbal conversation. And I go, wow, great, right? I mean, so what did you, what did you say? And what, did, what was the kind of thing that went through your head when you saw her? And he goes, well, I just looked at her and I just said, like, she's mine. And I go, right. Right. Cause, and at the time, I asked this question because we were trying to reverse engineer what that phrase was and had to be to create a trigger state to get us into, you know, we call this priming, you know, and, and people use this in, a, um, you know, in the elite levels of sport. You know, they may say certain things and or read certain things to get them into the desired state for optimal performance. Right. So to get him in the desired state for the performance that we wanted, we had to locate what that phrase was. And that phrase was, look at me, she's mine, right? And it just created this immense focus and allowed him to turn up as the dude with zero resistance and the complete removal of doubt, right? So it's a great exercise. It's a great question, Labina. And I'm gonna ask you the same thing, right? I want you to think about the last three four or five successful approaches that you did, right, that led to something, and ask yourself, what was the phrase? What was the, what was the story you told yourself before you went over, right? And if you haven't got that phrase, if you can't identify it, guess what? Guess what I'm going to ask you to do? Come up with one, right? Come up with one. You know, I've shared with, with you guys countless amount of times, you know, my one is, it's on. It's on. I look at someone I find attractive, it's on. Right. And that gets me in a desired state. I was working with a guy, um, Ben, as a client of mine, and uh, we was talking about the same thing. 
right? And his his phrase, uh, he came back to me. I haven't seen him for a while. He came back. He goes, oh, and I actually came up with his phrase. I go, right? What is it? He goes, to go over and to go over and see what I can get away with. I go, I love that. I I love that to go over and see what I can get away with. And that phrase alone got him in the desired state. Okay, so it's very subjective. But I think, you know, you, you've got to find out what that phrase is to get you into that state, okay? Not just for, like, building up the confidence to go to talk to someone that you're maybe intimidated by, but anything in life, you know? It could be a sport. It could be something at work, right? What's the phrase that, that kind of gets you into that state? What's the music maybe you have to listen to, right? Maybe you want to watch a film. I mean, but we're talking about very in the moment, right? The, the context we're talking about. So it's got to be a phrase, isn't it? It's got to be a phrase. Okay. So thank you, Labina. Hi, Lionel. Hi, Bradley. Hey, Bradley, how you doing? Bradley is a very talented artist. Everyone on the feed, check out Bradley Theodore's work. Um, it's always great to bump into you. I always seem to bump into you when I'm out um, in London. Um, it'd be great to come to one of your, your next expos, buddy. I uh, hope you keep him well, safe and uh, healthy. Uh, everyone go check out Bradley. Uh, he's a funky guy and a very, very talented dude. Hi, Max. How you doing? Max, another client of mine. Um, hope you're well. It was good to catch up with you on the line the other day. Um, hi, Dames. Hi, Palancharandahawa. Yeah, I got that right. Paul says, from small town into law of attraction to bridge gap between current reality and new is do things you would do if you weren't single. Is it mad to go to restaurants, activities alone when single? This is a good question, Paul. What I would say is, for me, I'll go out and I'm, I'm comfortable going out alone. And I do encourage you guys to get into that sort of mentality as well because guess what you don't want to be hiding behind excuses because all your friends have settled down and moved on and you've got no one to go out with you know what you need to do you need to build up a new social circle and where where are those new social circles going to be in social places okay so get yourself to the restaurants the trendy restaurants the trendy bars or you know what's hot at the moment and get all the key people there in your back pocket so guess what when you go out right you're not really going out on your own because you know everyone in those environments, right? You know everyone at the bar, the people that work there, the DJ, the bar staff, the door guys, the event people, the PR people. It just snowballs and you start to realize every industry is small. You get introduced to people that work at a different restaurant, different bar. And before you know it, you know, you're, you're very familiar with the whole scene. OK, it's like any industry, every any industry you're trying to crack into, you realize the industry is small. Right. And it, it starts to be a snowball in effect uh, of, of how you get to meet people. So what I look to say is start going out. You might want to go out on a quiet night. I mean, I think I can imagine like everywhere is going to be so busy after this. But go out on like, say, like a, maybe like a Wednesday night, say a Wednesday night's quiet. Right. At one of the trendy bars. But if you, if you know you went there on a if you went there on a Thursday or a Friday, this place would be heaving. Go there on a Wednesday on a more quiet night. <clears throat> pop your head in the door, right? Check the place out, shake a few hands, say hello to a few people, become acquainted to the to the people associated with this venue. And then when you do turn up on the more busier nights, perhaps, you know, that they'll remember you and you can start a friendship that way, right? You know, we're all looking for friends. You know what I mean? The world's a lonely place. So like, just get into the habit of being more social, Right? Look to make friends within the environment. And even like you, if you start to repeatedly see common faces in there, you're no longer the guy that will see someone, understand that you are familiar with that individual and, and not do anything. The idea is to make this big, this big social graph smaller and smaller and smaller, right? So you're always got to be social, Okay. Uh, Paul, hope that's answered your question. Okay, get out there, be sociable, reverse engineer it. Where are the environments likely to, where where are the environments that are going to hold the sort of women and the people that you find attractive to be around, right? Where are they? <coughs> and, and invest your time there. Hi, Bakar. Um, 
Thanks, Tony. I, I really, I really appreciate that. Thank you. So yeah, I don't know where my head's at now. I just, I just hope. Yeah, I hope she's she doesn't go uh, get it bad. Uh, Roger, I, I do. Uh, hi, Faye. How you doing? How are you, darling? Um, do message me privately, please. It'd be lovely to see how you're getting on because I know you, you weren't feeling too well. Even after three weeks, darling. So do do um, do let me know. Do update me how you're getting on. Uh, oh. Uh, hello, people. Any more questions? Throw some questions at me. This is my time and I'm giving it to you for free. God. Hi, Ken. How you doing? Good to have you on. Hope you're staying safe and well. Looking after mum. Hi, Bush. Hi, Shine. <coughs> no worries, Paul. Guys, you can do, if you just come on, like I say, you can send me a video request. You can talk to me directly through the video right now and I'll give you some, some live training. We'll workshop your problem, we'll get the answers out. You know, we'll go deep, we'll jump in. I smooth, Smoothie Simon, Smoothie Simon, great handle. Okay, what questions do you have? How can I help you? How can this time with me right now help you moving forward in your social and dating life? Guess what, it's not gonna help you if you don't ask, ask the question. You know that you need to ask, right? What are the reoccurring patterns that you keep experiencing in your behavior, right? That are causing problems moving forward, right? How can I help you? Send me a video request. Put your question in the box here or throw it on the feed. Come on, don't be shy. This is a channel to improve your social confidence. Okay. Hi, Tom. Welcome back. Did see you jump on. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna scare you. I'm gonna tell you I'm leaving. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sign off. I'll get back to the other stuff I need to be doing tonight. Um, guys, like I can say uh, I've been saying for the past couple of episodes now: be sensible, stay safe. Okay. Um, you know, it, I've had this virus. Now my family have got this virus. Poor old Boris. Boris Johnson's in hospital right now, intensive care. He's got the virus. This virus does not discriminate, okay? So um, don't think you are, um, you know, an exception, exception to the rule. Uh, go on in, Harshi. What do you say? Sh should I all the time text her first? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, you know, it's a dance. Just think of it as a dance, you know? Think of it as a dance. You can't be pushing, 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 pushing all the time, okay? Um, but yeah, like, guys, for the online dating stuff, by the way, and I've been talking a lot about online dating, I keep forgetting, I don't know why I don't mention, but on my website, I have an online dating guide for you guys just getting started or you feel like you're getting stuck in some areas. There's an online dating guide on my website, johnnycassell.com forward slash products. Go and check it out. It might just help you out, Okay. Labina says, here's a quick one. Any films worth watching on this topic? Man, there's so many great films about uh, seduction. Um, you know what? I've got, let me just see if I can, obviously, you know, all of the James Bond films, for, God, for goodness sake. I'm, I'm always shocked when I have a client, and this, this is it's a great question, by the way, because when I'm working with a client, I've started to do this in like the, the past year or two. I've just started saying, you know, what films have you watched, right? Because how we are, right, is, is, is all to do with our conditioning. Who's been close to us in our life, right? Who's been of an influence? What we've watched, what we read, what we see, you know, what we hear, okay? So what I did one day, I put a whole list of films that I have watched, right, into a spreadsheet. And I looked at it, and it freaking scared me. I was like, well, no wonder you've turned out to be the person you are, right? Because all this stuff was just, like, there were so many references of seduction, you know, and, and, and scenes of, of romance and love. And, um, yeah, it, it's a great exercise to do. You know, for all of you guys, Tony says Californication. Uh, definitely, uh, I love, I love that series. Uh, I tell you what, I, I actually, I actually watched a bit of Lucifer 
on on Netflix. And um, I like that. I like the character. You know, he's he's a bit of a smarmy, snaky guy, but you know, he he does pull out some some belters of um of of some lines. I'm just trying to find this movie list now. Um, that I've sent to a client. Okay, Californication, Lucifer, Wedding Crashers. Okay, Bitter Moon, Shame. Now, Shame, Crazy Stupid Love. Yes, I do love Crazy Stupid Love. It's very accurate as to what I do actually. Same with Hitch. Um, shame. I want you guys to watch Shame. Okay. Now, Shame is a, is a very well done film. Why am I asking you to watch it? Because I want you to, it's, it's, it shows you what could happen if you go too far down the rabbit hole, right? It's a film about sex addiction, okay? Now, I'm always talking to you guys to, you know, not watch pornography because you're robbing women of your masculinity, of them experiencing your masculinity, your energy, um, and, and shame really highlights, you know, this guy that's really good throws himself down a rabbit hole of sex addiction. It's a dark film, but I do encourage you to watch it, okay? Um, uh, Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If, if You Can is, a, is a, a great film of persuasion and influence. Um, the Great Gatsby, the Robert Redford version and the Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Flashbacks of a Fool, right, with Daniel Craig. Again, it's a film about seduction. It's a, a film about, um, you know, yielding to desires and excesses in life and also regret, you know. Um, so watch that. The Secretary, Boogie Nights, Limitless, uh, The Matrix, uh, always that scene, the matrix, the matrix, where he says, "Don't look at the girl in the red dress." You know, he looks at the red dress. Unfaithful, basic instinct, love, the dreamers, indecent proposal, fatal attraction, Vicky Cristina, Barcelona, the story of O, remember me, the proposal, Alfie, gone with the wind, Dorian Gray, my best friend's girl, middlemen, yes man. Rocky, all of them. I love that hero's journey. Um, the Look of Love. Love that film. Again, it's again it's an, another another film that uh, is is basically highlighting what happens when you you become very selfish. And I think it's important that we we watch these films where they the character has gone on a journey of just a selfish act of yielding to so many desires and extremities and realizing how lonely it is at the end of that journey. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.